0: Climbing Gold is a production of Duct Tape and Beer with support from the North Face. Never stop exploring. Dr. Squatch. Get dirty, stay clean. Chorus. Explore perfection. An element. Restoring health through hydration.
1: Hey everyone, the Olympics are now in full swing and next week climbing makes its debut. We wanted to do a short preview of the competition for you.
0: Today we're going to do a quick rundown on what to expect from climbing in the Olympics, and producer John Bergman is going to help us explain.
1: We also get a little perspective from Jerome Meyer, former competitor and now head of Olympic Coordination for the International Federation
0: of Sport Climbing. And we make picks for who is going to win. This is Climbing Gold. Let's dive in. Will you break down the format for us in Tokyo?
2: Yeah, it's going to be a combined what's called the combined discipline. And the the way I always tell people the easiest way to think about it is it's like a triat it's like climbing's version of the triathlon where you have kind of all these these different disciplines coming together uh, under one the umbrella of one event so the the disciplines for this for the combined event in climbing are it's going to be speed climbing bouldering and then lead climbing that'll be the order that they're they're um, sequenced yeah yeah well,
0: so in a overall sense how do you find out who wins
2: at the end of every every one of those three events climbers will get a, a rank right so um, speed climbing it's contested just like a bracket style elimination tournament so you'll have two climbers competing, you know, one against another side by side The whoever wins that heat will move on to the next heat. And then that person will move on to the next heat. And eventually you'll have, everybody will be ranked first through 20th, t- depending on how they performed in that little speed tournament. Next is going to be bouldering. There will be three boulders. It'll be scored just like it is scored on the world cup circuit. So anybody that's watched bouldering, uh, as a world cup event knows how there are, um, you know, like zone holds and and tops and, and how you're awarded different points for that stuff. And at then at the end of that round, the competitors will be ranked as well, according to their score. And then for the, the last event, the lead climbing, again, scored just like a World Cup, whoever climbs the highest or ideally, you know, whoever reaches the top – and, uh, and they'll have a rank as well. So the eventual, the final score of the Olympians in the combined discipline will be a multiplication of their ranks in each event. It, it is a little confusing until you kind of like try to break it down and it becomes pretty, pretty easy to understand. In other words, if you get first place in speed climbing, and then you get, let's say, I'm going to write these down so I make sure that we have that. So you get first place in speed climbing, second place in bouldering, and third place in lead climbing. Let's say you, you would do that. So it would be first, second, third. So you, it would be your first place, one, times your second place for bouldering, times your third place for lead climbing. So your final score for the combined discipline would be six. Does that <laughs> does that make sense? Nothing like trying to do math on the on the radio, right? So lowest score wins. Lowest score wins, yep.
1: How long does the event um, take to unfold?
2: Yeah, it's all going to un- unfold over four days in Tokyo. Um, there, there's a men's division and a women's division. Each division has 20 participants, and the the maximum number that any country can have is two two men and, and two women. So in other words, people familiar with the U.S. scene, they know that there are two American men and two American women, um, qualified for, for the Olympics for Tokyo climbers. And so if they're thinking like, why isn't there a, f- a fifth? You know, why isn't there a sixth American in there? Well, it's because like the quota has been maximized, two men and two women for the US. So it, it wouldn't be possible for us to to send any more American climbers to Tokyo.
1: John, those climbers are Brooke Rabatou, Kyra Kondi, Nathaniel Coleman, and Colin Duffy.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There will be a qualifying round that will start um, and it'll just be contested as we just explained, with speed climbing and then a, and then a bouldering round and then a lead climbing round, top eight um, will advance to the final round, and and then eventually you'll have a, a you know medals for men and medals for women.
1: Yeah, and so in in our first episode we, tu- we touched we touch on the fact that the combined format was out of necessity. The International Olympic Committee said to the International Federation of Sport Climbing, you get one medal, right? and figure out what you want to do with it. And the IFC took three disciplines and put them together um, so that no single discipline got left behind in terms of attention or money. Uh, There was When we were doing a reporting, we spoke with Jerome Meyer, who is basically in charge of the Olympics for the International Federation of Sport Climbing. He expressed this sort of
0: reality that it's pretty unpredictable. It's, I mean, in speed, if you miss a hold, then you lose two seconds, and then you, you move from first to 20. Uh, in bullering, I mean, the, the, the intensity is so high that uh, same if you miss a zone or a top, then you fall. So the combine, we saw that sometimes you have people leading one discipline, two discipline, and then they make a little mistake and then bam, they fall uh, into 10th place. So that's, that could be the, the results, the medals could be really happening. I mean, we could have the question mark until the last moment. So that's one specificity of that format. There's very few certainty about if you're strong about the fact that you could uh, you could win.
1: So it's a small field, and it's a format that's producing wild lead swings. So it's pretty much up for grabs.
0: I think that that opens up the interesting quirks of scoring, though. That if you have a speed specialist, I let's say who's almost guaranteed to win speed, but then get last in the other two disciplines, that winds up with the same score: one times eight times eight, sixty-four. That's the same score as somebody getting fourth in all three disciplines uh, because that's, you know, four times four times four. And it's just kind of interesting because you would think that a climber that's the fourth best in the world at all three disciplines is is a better climber overall than one who, you know, wins speed but is last in the other two. And so, you know, you're like, I don't know, it's a weird scoring system when you're kind of like, huh, it really doesn't, uh, you know, because the point is to find, you know, the best climber in the world. And yet it doesn't really celebrate well-roundedness.
2: I don't think you can say like the Olympics are going to determine the best climber in the world. Um, Now, maybe that's how it will be marketed or promoted, and that's fine. But like at the end of the day, I think we know as people familiar with this discipline, what it's actually showing is on that given day, who is the best at the combined discipline, right? Like um, it's not necessarily showing broadly like who is the best climber.
0: I'm 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 still definitely going to call them the best climber in the world, though. <laughs> Whoever wins is so exciting. Yeah, you got to sell it. You know, sure. Yeah,
2: yeah you got to sell the sizzle a little bit. Yeah. So that's you'll get no objection from me. But I think when you when you start to kind of parcel it, it's like, well, it's not really the best the best climber.
1: Who are the favorites for Tokyo? Like, if you were to say, like snapshot right now, um, you know, obviously anything can happen. It's a tricky format. There's a lot up there. World Cups are always a little bit like they they can produce. Pretty crazy results. But who is the favorite right now coming into Tokyo?
2: Okay, I think that the male and female favorites, the, the woman would be Janja Garnbret. Janja Garnbret's from Slovenia. She has to be considered the favorite just because she's she swept the 2019 bouldering circuit, World Cup bouldering circuit. So obviously she's, you know, incredibly good in, in that department, but even kind of prior to doing that on the bouldering world cup circuit, she was like one of the best, if not the best in the lead climbing division. So she is, um, she very well could get first place in bouldering and first place in lead. And then her speed climbing, she probably won't win it, but she's, she's not the, by, by any means, not the slowest in the field. She could actually do quite well at speed climbing. So, um, I think for that reason, you have to look at Yanya Garnbrett as the, as the favorite. And, and if she's not, or if she doesn't perform incredibly well, it, it it likely will be because she maybe, you know, had a mistake or something. Tomoa Narasaki in the men's division from Japan, he's become the epitome of the all-arounder. He was a bouldering specialist going into the Olympic push. Um, but since then, he's just been like crushing. He's actually like a legitimately um, top level speed climber at this point. And so he, you know, he could do incredibly well in the speed division. He could do, he he could certainly win bouldering, uh, and he could probably do pretty well in lead too. So those, those would be my two picks.
0: So, so you're, you're betting against Adam Andra.
2: I think Adam Andra, his, it, it all depends on how he does in speed climbing. Um, which I don't, th- he's, that is, By his own admission, the discipline that he would struggle with, um, I think if he gets like mid-level in speed climbing, he has a good shot of of making podium. If he gets like low, like, you know, 18th, 19th, 20th, that is a huge hole to climb out of. I mean, if you get – it's like if he gets last or close to last in speed climbing, you pretty much – Have to, he has to win bouldering and lead, right? And like, he certainly could, but that's a lot of pressure going into like the next two disciplines. Like, hey, you gotta, you you have to win both of these.
0: But he's not that bad of a speed climber, is he? I mean, he's not gonna get last out of a field of 20, is he?
2: Uh, he's been, he has really, really been working hard at speed climbing. Um,
0: (laughs) that's the most possible diplomatic, you know, (laughs) like, huh.
2: I don't think he'll get last in speed climb. Yeah, that's probably, that's certainly worst case scenario, but um, I think he, his best hope is to get kind of like middle of the pack. Yeah. How about your picks, Alex?
0: Oh, is it, is it the same? Yeah. Actually, though I feel like, uh, you know, just to root for Team USA, I do feel like Brooke has has a shot at doing quite well.
2: Oh, absolutely. I think, it, it, especially when we were talking about like how anything can happen at the Olympics, you can be surprised. I like I very very easily could envision Brooke um you know making podium or do, or 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 better you know I don't know I I think especially with how well she's been doing it at on the bouldering circuit so far like it's not it's not outlandish to think like she could get like second place or maybe first who knows like she could get first second or third in the bouldering portion um and it's interesting because she's also Incredibly good at lead climbing, so yeah. Brooke is, um, she could, she, yeah. Brooke could be kind of like this, definitely the standout.
1: So that's our preview in terms of viewing. Uh, it's still a little bit of a, sw- a slight question mark, but it sounds like. Uh, in, in the U.S., people will be able to watch via YouTube TV or Hulu with live TV. Basically, you're trying to find, um, you know, the Olympic channel or sort of the NBC uh, family of channels, NBC Sports, CNBC, etc. Um, and it sounds like another really good option if you if you don't have um, those channels on your cable plan or something like that um, is Peacock, which is NBC's streaming service, which is new. And I don't know. I've never used it before, but... That's how our team over here is going to try to watch. Thanks for listening.